Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Drew Knight, and this is Online Dating in 2022, What You Should and Should Not Expect. We have a really good show lined up for you today. We're going to actually be talking about something a little bit different, maybe some alternatives to online dating. So you've been online dating for a little while now, and you're kind of frustrated, and you're having a little bit of online dating fatigue. We have some options that we are going to let you in on just something to try. I'm a firm fan of trying something new. So, hey, this is something new. And when we get back, we will dive right in. Thanks. Welcome back team and thank you so much for joining us for episode 19 of the podcast. We are happy with everything that's going on and I just want to take a moment right quick before we dive into the episode to let everyone know that I truly, truly appreciate all the love and all the support. Um, We are growing and that's awesome. Thank you guys so much. If you've turned others on to the podcast, that's absolutely phenomenal. If you haven't done so up to this point, please do so. Like I said, we are growing and it's been really cool. I love the feedback that I'm getting. And I mean, God is blessing us. So that's absolutely awesome. So thanks again, guys. This is episode 19, online dating in 2022, what you should and should not expect. And it is online dating alternatives. Now, we all hit a brick wall at times where we just feel like, you know what? I just don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. There's a lot of frustration there and you just kind of find yourself wanting to just shrink back from all of it and pull up the tent and pack it up and just stop. But I've always said that there are some really good uh, avenues that you can take to have the type of success that you dream of having. So if you feel like you've gotten to that point where you've hit the wall and you want to try something different, then hey, this is the episode for you, Online Dating Alternatives. We're going to talk about three or four different alternative uh, forms of meeting people and dating that you can choose and you can kind of think it over and then look at what's available in your neck of the woods, what's available in your area, because a couple of these are mainly geared toward bigger cities, bigger metros, that type of stuff. And then some of them you can find just about anywhere. So if the shoe fits, then wear it and let's dive right in. So the first thing I want to talk about are adventure groups and meetups, which is awesome. So you're saying, what's adventure groups? Well, um, there are places like, for instance, in my area, for an example, we have what's called events and adventures. And that is a group of people. It's a club. It's a paid club. Now, let me say this. All right, bag up. All of these are going to be paid alternatives. The Now, I do have a really awesome free alternative, and that free alternative is to probably go down to your Target or Whole Foods. Uh, I think that there are a lot of beautiful people in Target and Whole Foods. <laughs> and you can kind of walk around now, you know, make sure you look good, make sure you present yourself well, maybe drop a bell pepper and say, oh, 
Can you pick that up for me? Whatever it takes, you know what I'm saying? To start the conversation, to get them rolling. We all about that because we are trying to find ourselves in step two. But short of going to your Target or your Whole Foods, we have some paid alternatives. And if you're a paid subscriber to the online dating services and that subscription is getting ready to run out and you're thinking, well, should I even spend the money? on resubscribing or reactivating this subscription you might want to try one of these things which is pretty awesome so adventure groups and meetups so adventure groups like i mentioned we have one in my area called events and adventures it's a paid club the price can vary it can be anywhere from 60 bucks to sign up up to three or four hundred depending on one how exclusive the club is what type of events they do what goes into it it can get it can get a little pricey do you know what i'm saying but i gotta tell you at the end of the day i don't really know if you can put a price on happiness now if you get with the right if you join the right dating site that charges 25 30 uh, 35 40 bucks a month you're down for six months that's still 240 250 bucks so this is pretty much the same thing now the downside of the adventure groups is most times you also have to pay for the particular events so you pay a fee to join the group and then you pay a fee per event depending on what the event is and some of these events can range anywhere from 25 30 up to 100 150 bucks per event so that but if it's something cool and is again you say okay how can i justify that particular price okay I, i'm gonna help you justify that price let's say you're online and you get a date and you feel really good about it and you want to take it to a really nice place okay when i feel really awesome and i think that okay this has some real potential i you know i go a little out i go out a little bit so we uh head to some place maybe like say sacred pepper all the local people are going to know what sacred pepper is it's a really nice upscale five-star restaurant and a really good meal and a smidgen of dessert and a couple of drinks could probably run you 150 bucks okay so at this particular adventure group you have an event that may be white water rafting, zip lining. Uh, they have like the murder mystery dinners that you pair up and try and solve, or form groups and try and solve. Um, at times they do things like wine tastings, brewery runs, uh, pub crawls, jet skiing excursions, trivia nights, you know, all of those types of things. So the cool thing about it is even though you're doing the same thing with online dating, you're paying every month and then you're paying for every day. And as a guy, yes, until you get to that point to where you start to make the decision on I do it once, you do it the next time, I pay once, you pay the next time, whatever the case may be. Yeah, dude, you should probably pay. That's that's just how it is. You know, I'm a, if you can't, that's fine. And if you guys have talked about it and that's fine, there's nothing wrong with that. None at all. I just do it so it's not a topic, so it's not a subject. It's not something that comes up that you have to try and discuss. You know, I, I, I ask, hey, can you bring the check? Bring the check. I pay for it. We out of here. We're on to the next thing. So, but getting back to this, the adventure groups. Uh, so yeah, you have, you pay to become a member of the particular club or group, and then you also pay per event. And as I mentioned, in a manner to justify that, every date you pay for, every month you pay for the subscription is going to be somewhere around the same thing. If you go out 
three times a month. You spend a hundred bucks each time. That's three hundred bucks you spent that month. If you're a part of the adventure group and you go out to three of the events and they're a hundred bucks a piece, it's the same thing. But the cool thing is you're with 20, 40, 50 singles and you guys are participating in doing stuff and you get the opportunity to see them in a different setting. So it's really, really awesome. So think about it. There are some upsides. You may look at them as, hey, that's a downside, but there are some upsides to this as well. And we talked through some of the events. Now, the thing about this, these types of adventure groups thrive in like major metropolitan areas. I mean, you don't find them on the outskirts rurally because it's tough to get enough singles together to have the type of event you got to have and raise the type of capital you need to pull it off. So geographically, you're going to be confined to bigger areas, you know, like your Tampa, St. Pete area, your Miami, Fort Lauderdale area, your all your major cities are going to have things like the adventure groups and meetups. I mentioned meetups. Meetups are groups that start that specialize in a particular thing and you can join the group and most times the fees a lot smaller you know i've joined meetups i joined a golf meetup because i like golfing and the fee to join was only 25 bucks and a lot of times the moderators find really cool stuff to do and they get because they're bringing in quite a few people they get a really good discount to to do them so uh, meetups are a little bit different. Uh, they have sites like meetup.com and uh, some of the other sites that you can go on and find meetup groups. Uh, also, your I'm going to tell you another one that I was really surprised. I moved into a place. Not, I just moved into a new place not too long ago, and we've got that Nextdoor app, and it's versus Nextdoor in general. And sometimes you can see Nextdoor crap from all over the United States, but you can confine it to your geographic location where you only see stuff that pertains to you your neighborhood your area so on and so forth but next door also has a single section in it and you don't pay anything you just kind of scroll through if you see someone you like you can send them a request to connect and if they choose to accept you guys can start messaging each other it's just that that easy it sounds almost like online dating but again these groups on next door and meetups also do stuff they also get out and do things as groups um my golf group it wasn't a singles type of thing but i can see at times when we attended events where there were singles and yeah if it happens it can happen so joining groups and meetups and those types of things are also really really good if they are specifically geared toward singles and they're specifically geared toward meeting people good as always you know now let me say this as a disclaimer don't go running out there spending something that you shouldn't be spending now because you say i heard it on the podcast you know so i'm gonna go spend it and you know maybe things are happening i mean always be responsible financially with the choices that you choose to make concerning this type of stuff but all i was doing was pointing out the fact that if you spend 30 bucks a month for a subscription to one of the online dating sites and let's just say on average you do three dates a month that's easily done that's i mean if you're participating on the site that's easy some people do a lot more and each one of those dates you yeah you could have your coffee date you can have your just quick inexpensive date but depending on how many you do the price you could end up spending a couple of hundred bucks a month on dates and again that's goes right back to this uh the adventure groups that we talked about you know you could it's going to work out sometimes pretty close to the same so don't discount it 
don't discount it. It's a viable option to online dating and it's really cool. Like I said, if you're in a place and you guys are having trivia night, you get to see, oh, you, I mean, I guess you get to see who's smart and, and, and who's not. You know, if it's someone who throws their hand up and like, ooh, 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 I got it. And they're wrong. Yeah, like, OK, you're probably not getting a date. <laughs> but if it's somebody who gets it right every time, you're like, OK, I want to sit by that person. I want to be on their team. They're probably going to win. And you're probably going to get all the dates. But uh, no, just joking. But no, that is a viable alternative to online dating. So when we come back, we're going to get into speed dating. We're going to talk about some speed dating. I know you guys are all saying speed dating. Is that even still a thing? It's 2022. Well, I got news for you. Yes, it is still a thing. It's still extremely popular in a lot of places and... It has been expanded on to make it even more interesting to participate in. So soon as we get back, we're going to hop into speed dating. And then we got a couple other good ones. One geared toward men, one geared toward women. And you guys are going to like. Be right back. Hang tight. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are soon, soon, soon speed dating. Yeah. All right, so we are back and we are going to talk a little bit about speed dating, another viable alternative to online dating. When you hit that wall and you are ready to try something new because you're frustrated with all of the knuckleheads and knuckleheadettes that you have uh, had the opportunity to deal with, speed dating. Uh, and it comes, it happens in a variety of different formats every major city i mean any place you got people that are single is going to sponsor some form or another of speed dating um it's one of those things that has been around for a really long time and the format is going to be pretty similar to what you see in movies and so on and so forth it's uh normally hosted by different clubs or organizations and it's almost like musical chairs really it's quick encounters but the success lies in the numbers, you know, you have quick three to five minute dates where you uh, move from person to person to person to person and you get to talk to a I mean, you get to have a lot of quick dates with a lot of people. So and then sometimes it's scaled down and it could be by invite only um, depending on where you're at or what's going on. So that is a version of it as well. It's, uh, I mean, it's just what it says the name is, speed dating. And all you have to do in your area is just kind of Google or look around to see who's hosting it, who's having it. Different groups have it. I've come across it on the meetup apps where they do speed dating events, speed date night. Most places do it like once a month, sometimes twice a month. And there are some advantages. There are some clear advantages to speed dating. Uh, first and foremost, um, you get to meet lots of people in a short period of time. Uh, so if it's if you have 50 women and 50 men, that is a lot. That is a lot of women or a lot of men that you have that you can meet potentially to form something, to form some type of relationship or. And, and I mean, what you do is you get in front of 
as many of them as you can. And if you guys click or hit it off, then they will exchange you guys' contact information with you too. So you all can reach out and say, hey, I really liked our little conversation. I'd like to expand on that or whatever the case may be. If you hit it off, they exchange the contact info. So it's really like skipping all. Actually, you, you know, when you think about it, now that I'm sitting here thinking about it and the light bulb goes off, Eureka! It's like skipping all the preliminary stuff that you do with online dating and getting straight to the quick first dates. Uh, as I've mentioned in numerous episodes of the podcast, I am a very, very avid fan of meeting as quickly as possible, as soon as you can, and get the meetup out of the way because you want to know even if this is a person that you want to continue talking to, if there's chemistry. Uh, and, and, and if it is, you can choose to go further, but speed dating takes away all of that messaging, all of that, you know, responding and reaching out and texting. And it, it I mean, it eliminates all of that. And you go straight to a situation where you get a chance to go on 15, 20, 25 quick three or five minute dates over the course of an hour, hour and a half, whatever the format is. And it's, I mean, how cool is that? That's pretty awesome. And it's not as expensive when I have checked out some, now I haven't speed dated. I haven't, I have not speed dated, but when I've checked out this in doing research for this particular episode, uh, I mean, most times it's a very nominal fee. It's 25 bucks, 35 bucks, 40 bucks, which ain't bad at all. Do you know what I'm saying? That's one month subscription. Let's say you have, you're signed up to eHarmony and you're paying 30 bucks a month. And it costs you 30 bucks to go to this speed dating event and you're you're guaranteed to sit in front of 20 people. You know, over the course of that month on, he, on eHarmony, how many people are you going to get to sit in front of? One, two, three? I mean, depending, if you're aggressive, four or five with dates, here it is. You got a situation where you can spend 30 bucks and you can sit in front of 20 people. You know, yeah, it's only three or five minute quick hits, but you get an opportunity to see and meet people to, and to see what's out there. And I, okay, let me just tell you another way that it's used. It's also used, people also use speed dating in a manner to where they meet non-romantic people to be friends if they've just moved in a new area, you know, and they're looking to meet some people that share common interests, share common likes, and they're hesitant about going online. You can also do speed dating to meet friends. They have a lot of events along that line also. So there are, it's more than one way you, you can utilize this particular format to meet people romantically, to meet people unromantically, and it, it, it's pretty cool. So what do you want to do when you're speed dating? What should I do? How do I do this, Drew? Talk me through this, you know, I'm going to give it a shot. Okay, first and foremost, when you find yourself in this situation, you want to sit down and you want to smile. You want to smile. You don't want to sit down and look like you just stepped off of Rikers Island. That's not a good thing. We're going to smile. We're going to smile and we're going to make eye contact. Look deep into their eyes, deep into their eyes, you know, and let it smolder a little. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> but you want to make eye contact. You want to introduce yourself and, you know, going into it, you want to look your best. You want to look your best. You want to look sharp. First impressions is everything. You know, you have on a you have on really nice attire. You know, I always advise. I always advise any type of first date, speed date, first date, regular first date. Look sharp. Look your best. People want to know 
what you look like when you're all cleaned up. If you look like a C when you're all cleaned up, they may be like, eh, if this is as good as it get, I don't know. You, you, you know, so you want to look A, A plus. Do whatever you have to do. Get fashion people involved. Get your neighbors involved. Get whoever is fashionably equipped that you know and your friend circle involved. But look sharp. Uh, be open-minded. Be open-minded. Don't be afraid to look for something new in a format like this. You may be saying, this is what I want the person that's five foot five, brunette, with beautiful almond brown eyes. That might not be what you get. Who knows? Someone may sit in front of you that's five seven, that is a ginger with beautiful green eyes, and you are absolutely blown away. So be open-minded and come prepared with questions. You only get three to five minutes. You can't be like, uh, uh, let me ask you this. Um, what if and she's going to be like, come on, dude, you're blowing my three to five minutes, you know? So come prepared with the questions that you want to ask. Now, let me tell you, women ain't going to have no problem with coming prepared with the questions. So guys, be on point, be up to the task, come prepared with questions. Okay. That's speed dating. Speed dating 101. It is still a viable alternative to online dating. It's alive, it's active, and it can be found. And there are lots and lots of places and organizations that sponsor this type of stuff. Christian organizations, rip swinger organizations. So not that that's your bag of tea or whatever, but that is another thing that you can use. That's another avenue that you can use to meet people uh, when you have hit your online dating brick wall. So trying to cover all of this pretty quickly so we can get in and out of here, let you guys get on about your day with your nugget of what you need to find the forever person. You know what I mean? So that is speed dating. We have a couple other quick ones when we get back. One that's going to be geared toward the guys, one that's going to be geared toward the girls, and then we will call it a day. So thank you so much for following along up to this point. We got one more break, and then we'll come back and close this thing out, guys. We will touch on something for the girls and something for the guys, and then we will get out of your hair for today. Be right back. Thanks. So thanks for joining us again uh, for the last segment of the episode. And just as promised, we wanted to go over just a couple of things for the girls, a couple of things for the guys. Uh, and that is matchmaking services. I know that there's been movies and a lot of glamorization. And in some cases, they villainized it. But there are some really good matchmaking services out there that you can use if you're just tired of that online dating grind and what you do is you sign up to the particular matchmaking service and it's geared toward a lot of different things sometimes it's active adults sometimes it's older adults sometimes it's professional career-minded adults uh, men and women and you just kind of decide where you fit in and what you're looking for and you sign up for the service for instance for the guys it could be something like Vita Select that is a matchmaking service for men and what they do is they start off by getting to know you. They have some 
They have quite a few conversations and questionnaires somewhat that try to determine compatibility. They build this database of what it is and who it is that you are. They design your profile. You don't have to worry about that. We talked about profiles. They design your profile uh, and they arrange dates with women that you want to meet. It's strictly that particular one and some of the others out there. There are some alternatives to be to select. Uh, the price can be a little pricey. So I probably wouldn't recommend doing something like this in conjunction with your online dating because you paid online dating subscription. But if you got it like that and you're serious about it, then I mean, go for it. Uh, so matchmaking services for men and women are and for the women, for the girls, we have what's called executive matchmaking um, and that's geared toward women. Um, it's for super busy and career focused women uh, who don't have a lot of time to, again, grind it out on the online dating, the messaging back and forth, the setting up the meet, so on and so forth. You just want a lot of that taken care of and done for you. So the matchmaking service will do the screening, they'll do your profile, they'll do professional pictures, uh, and again, have conversations with you. They try and find those compatibility standards and characteristics that they feel like are going to fit well for you and hook you up with somebody that they feel like fits the bill. Now, I'll say this, a lot of the matchmaking services have are very braggadocious when it comes to success rates. Some of them brag about... 60, 75, 80% success rates. Now, that has not been fact checked and I don't know if that's the case, but if, if it's even close, that's remarkable, you know. Uh, again, the only downside of that is that it can be a little pricey. So matchmaking services are is certainly an online dating alternative that you can use is, and especially if you are a busy career focused or you may have family, I mean, kids that you do a lot with and you just don't have time to kind of strum out on the phone or the laptop or PC concerning the, uh, you know, everything that goes into the online dating communication. So that's a viable option. Some of the things that they, uh, the interviews as part of this process can be kind of lengthy because they are trying to find those uh, compatibility markers that they feel like are going to work well with someone else um so those can be and you'll probably end up doing some video segments because uh that's a part of the process as well when they start to narrow down the field as to who you're going to be interested in and who they think you'll be interested in they'll be they may bring you in to look at some videos of guys uh women and for men they may bring you in to look at some videos of women they usually have you come into a place they don't really send you the videos because that would be a little risky it would be tough for them to control what that whole environment looks like so you normally go into the office to view that type of stuff before you guys make a decision as to which direction you're going to try some cool things about that that you also can't do on online dating. Online dating, we talked about there are some people that are not really honest all the time. So when it comes to uh, jobs and so on and so forth, they may stretch the truth, fudge the truth a little bit. I mean, hopefully they don't, but in some cases that may happen. So these particular matchmaking services, the majority of them, the ones that are really that are on the ball and do the right thing, they, I mean, it's a couple of things they do. One, they do verify a person's job and income. So if I say that I'm a CEO of 
Arbitree Foundation, then they verified that I'm the CEO of Arbitree Foundation, um, especially as you get into some of the upper echelons of matchmaking services. Um, they do background checks in most cases. You do have to uh, pass a background check to be entered into the database of men or women in the particular matchmaking service. Most of them do. Now, you will have some that are on the lower echelons of that, that you might just be able to kind of waltz in. Something like that, I probably wouldn't even entertain. I just keep doing what I'm doing. Uh, so, yeah. And like I said, as I mentioned earlier, they will do videos of conversations where you can come in and see to kind of help make your choice. And they have professionals, uh, supposedly relationship professionals, love and marriage professionals to kind of give you advice on what dates should look like and what that communication and follow up piece should look like. So that is something that you can you can kind of that's an option that you can think about if you want to try something a little bit different. So those are some, now there are a ton more, like I mentioned, sometimes it's just with everything opening up and the coronavirus or COVID not being that big of a bad monster anymore, you got people be, I mean, I still advise everybody to be safe, stay safe, you know, in uh, the right situations, do your six foot distancing, wear your mask, but it is possible again to take that stroll down to a Target or a Whole Foods or any of those places like that. And you can now, you know, people are willing to kind of talk to you a little bit. So if you can strike up a little something now, then, hey, do your little thing now. So there are tons of alternatives out there. I just wanted to cover a few of the common ones, some that we kind of researched a little bit and we thought were kind of cool. However, as I mentioned before, and I'll mention again, it can be just a wee bit pricey, you know? So don't be afraid to try something new when it comes to dating or finding that person or finding someone that you can build that relationship or friendship with, whatever the case may be. There are times when you're going to suffer that online dating fatigue. You're going to feel like you burned out. You hit the wall. You might have gone on a couple of dates and they didn't go well or they didn't turn out the way you thought they would. Or you might have just thought you heard the same old shit you've always heard. But any case scenario, there are also some alternatives out there. You got these amongst some others. So just keep going at it. The cool thing about this is that most of these uh, uh, services have pretty deep uh, dating pools. So with that, we are going to say thank you guys so very much for all the support again. Thanks for listening. Uh, we will be back on Saturday with a new episode of the podcast. This was episode 19, Online Dating in 2022, What You Should and Should Not Expect, Online Dating Alternatives. And as always, stay safe, be blessed, and we will see you again here soon. Thank you.